Welcome to the Local Lunch Hour. This episode is sponsored by The Blasting Room, a Fort Collins recording studio with over 80 years of combined music industry experience. Local bluegrass group Woodbelly has joined me in the studio tonight, and they'll start off the live set with their song, My Time. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the local lunch hour. This episode is sponsored by The Blaster Room, which has been specializing in the art of recording since 1994. We just heard two songs by local band Wood Belly. The first one was My Time, the second was Elk Horn. And we heard them more specifically by Craig, who's on guitar. Hello, how's it going? going? Pretty good. Uh, Chris, who's on the mandolin. Hello. Hello. And Chris on the dobro. Hello. And Aaron on the banjo. How's it going? Hello. Hello. And Taylor on the bass. Hey, how's it going? That's all of them. Yep. So I have a few random questions, um, kind of like to get to know the band, if you don't mind. So the first one is, you guys have a song called Colorado Hipster Beard off of your debut album, Solid Ground, which came out last year. And my question is, who is the most hipster of the band? Well, it's got to be Taylor, right? So Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Different. Do you agree? I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that I know you, but you look the most. Social media, so it's true. It's got to be him. Because yeah. he's You're what? Social he's... media, so it must be. Yeah. Does everyone agree? Is that mutual? Mutual enough. Yeah, I think yeah. we can call it. Yeah, call I think it's unanimous. That being said, though, I don't know that any of us is really a huge hipster. I would put Taylor as like a six out of ten. Six out of ten. The rest of us are like between two and three. Zero and two. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think there's like a difference between a Colorado hipster and a New York hipster, for example? Because oh, sure. I feel like Colorado yeah. hipsters, I don't know, it's not It's not very like, I'm not sure what that is. Totally. No, I think the further northeast you go, the tighter the pants get. The t- <laughs> True. That's a defining factor of a hipster. I think so. I mean, yeah. also down south, I think it's reciprocated. You go down to Texas and that's well, the tight jeans. Pants have to fit in the boots down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from California. We're very hipster too. I think it's a coastal thing. We maybe. might have just offended yeah. some people. No, it's fine. Yeah, I think it's a base. praise almost. Yeah. How do you right. feel, Taylor, about being the hipster of the group? Well, I, I guess by default, it, you know, I am wearing a shirt with birds on it right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> like something out of Portlandia. It's true. Was ducks, yeah, actually. Yeah. Pretty sure ducks are birds. I'm not 100% positive about it. But I think. I think you're right we'll on that. Are they? Okay. I'll Google it on the, during the break. <laughs> Um, Yeah, okay. So, Bluegrass is known for highlighting a variety of string instruments, which you guys are all playing string instruments. This is actually a first for the local lunch hour. All string instruments. It's very interesting. Yeah. So, I'm just wondering what instruments would you guys like to learn that you haven't learned yet? Do you guys have any specific instruments in mind? The tuba. 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 I've always had a desire to be an organ player in like a serious funk band, like Mm. just a trio, drums, organ, and guitar, where the organ player is playing the bass with his feet. And that would be cool. But that would be really cool. That's ever gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I I play dobro, so I'd say uh, trombone probably would be nice because it's kind of the slide instrument of the the brass. Mm. Do you think you should learn the dobro first? I don't know. Yeah, I'm oh. still working on dobro. <laughs> burn, Ernie. Burn. Sorry. <laughs> I think you're great. <laughs> oh, thank you. uh, I would love to get my hands on more bowing instruments. Cello's always appealed to me. Or I'm trying to pick up fiddle right now, um, but that's a slow process. Hmm. Yeah, fiddle. Oh, yeah, you guys have a fiddle on your upcoming album, right? I think I saw that somewhere. Yeah, we had a guest, a few songs. Um, a guest fiddle player, Jeremy Garrett from the infamous String Dusters. Mm-hmm. Stop by for four songs. Yeah. Yeah, I think four what songs. What inspired that decision? A lot of bluegrass bands like us have fiddle Fiddles, players. Yeah. And our, our melodic instrument is more um, derived from the dobro and the mandolin and mm-hmm. banjo. And um, so we had that space available for a fiddle player and we knew we wanted that texture on the album. Yeah. Um, and he, we happen to have connections with him and um, made it happen. Nice. He's the best. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so excited to hear that. Why, why not? Yeah. yeah. 
And so Craig and Chris, you guys met at a music festival, correct? Mm, yeah. So how did the rest of you guys meet, like after that? No, I met the other Chris. At a, I met both Chris's at music oh, festivals, true. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, about a month apart. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a weird coincidence. You know, uh, I met uh, Chris Weist here, the mandolin player, um, that following month. And, you know, we talked and we played and had a good time at the festival and talked afterwards and said, you know, hey, and feel a good vibe, you know, playing with each other. We should... You know, to start something up and called me up a couple of days later. So I've got this dobro player that, nice. I, that I was going to ask because that of. seems like such a unique instrument. And I, li- I don't know anyone else who plays that. So I was wondering yeah. if you like had to seek him out specifically to like, yeah, it's just someone. a random occurrence. You know, like yeah. he said, he got this dobro player and he's like, well, his name's Chris. I'm like, oh, I'll be darned, you know, <laughs> I'll be darned. I think I might have met that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I, I had just met Chris like a month prior to meeting Craig also. And, I was describing Craig and, and Sheena, his his now wife, uh, who started who started the band with us, and I was describing them to him, and he's like, "Wait, is their name Craig and Sheena?" Just out of the blue, and was like, "Oh yeah, you, you know." Them? So That's everybody kind of already knew each other. Yeah, just kind of fell in a place to get started anyway, and you kind of just just gelled and worked right out the right out the gate, you know. Nice. So it was uh, interesting, and to, to keep mm-hmm. pushing on, and we grounded up a couple other fellows here, Aaron and. And then Taylor, not too long after Aaron, the banjo and the bass mm-hmm. player for yep. you folks out there that can't see us. And how do you think like the chemistry as a band has like developed throughout you guys playing music together? Um, we don't completely hate each other yet. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys started no, touring together yet? Because uh, I feel like that's a real bonding. Be, yeah, we're going to be doing much more of it this year. Nice. Plenty of time yeah. for the hate, I suppose. I think <laughs> one, of the, one of the key things that's been making this uh, band work as well as it has is uh, – it's something probably overlooked by most of us, but the fact that we none of us live in the same town on the Front Range mm. here in Colorado, so we have some distance in between any <laughs> gatherings, and that helps. Uh, rehearsals, <laughs> and or uh, a gig. So that, that definitely helps. We're a little more excited to see each other um, when we haven't seen each other for a few mm. days. So that it kind of works, works <laughs> yeah. pretty good. I mean, I, I think in general, like we're all pretty down-to-earth dudes, and that comes across when we're hanging out or practicing or, or anything. It's always like, I don't, I don't know that anybody's ever become real animated about towards or about mm-hmm. someone else ever and has the all. writing process like become easier throughout like working with each other i think we've all become better instrumentalists so mm-hmm. that's made everything easier True. being able to execute ideas a little faster my take on that is we've all learned to take con- constructive criticism better because mm-hmm. everyone's very, quite vocal in this band and uh, uh we'll we'll definitely tell you if something's not sitting right in I any of our good. ears yeah, yeah it's uh, something you have to learn to do if you want to move forward especially when you're working with a group yes well on that note i think we should get back to the music are you guys with me sure yes and coming up right now is a song called jamestown by local bluegrass band wood belly All the gold in the world wouldn't be so nice 
Now is Driving Rain by Wood Belly. Tennessee 
Back to the local lunch hour. This episode is sponsored by The Blasting Room. Visit theblastingroom.com for more information on the recording, mixing, and mastering services. We just heard two songs by local bluegrass band Woodbelly. The first was Jamestown, and the second was Driving Rain. And Jamestown is a little bit of a slower song. Do you want to kind of like explain what that song was about a little bit? Yeah. A lot of my songs that I write tend to be in a very gloomy, kind of tragedy-stricken context. And this one, I'd, I'd just gotten done uh, reading a bit of, in a book about um, 
the the initial pil- pilgrims of our country and um, the colonial times really? and um, prepping for the winter and um, just got inspired to write a love song about it and have um, you know you know if everything else fails if, if the crops don't come in if, mm-hmm. if if nothing goes right at least I have this person as um, kind of the light uh, that, that shines on your life and so, so this um, is about it's a one of the very few uh, love songs mm-hmm. <laughs> I was able to yeah. pump out but um, it's kind of wrapped into the whole tragedy of it all you know sometimes you can't have tragedy without love hmm. so Oh, because bluegrass has like a lot of sad like concepts yeah. in it and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Murder ballad has to. Like I don't know. Yeah, but I, I would hardly call throwing <laughs> a woman in a river a love song. We've gone to a dark spot. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking murder ballads. Wait, was now. that what Jamestown or, was about? No, oh, okay. no, no, no. no. It, in bluegrass, there's, a, there's quite a bit of murder ballads. There's mm. just obscene things happening to a woman because she done someone wrong and. Wow. Oh, um, man. My friend Ashley wrote a murder ballad where the guy gets it. Yeah, that happens too. Yeah. Dang. Are you guys ever going to write a song like that, or probably not? You're going to stay away I from the a lot of, I write a lot of instrumental songs, mm-hmm. but that that theme, I think, is in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. They're all very happy sounding. What's like the darkest song you've ever written, now that we're on this topic? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a lonesome song called Barbecue for One recently. Wait, for uh, Woodbilly or for no, just like for your own? For really? Fun. Barbecue for One. He could have written dark, but you know, it's, it's I mean, sad it's, it's pretty sad. Just <laughs> another night at Taylor's. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Autobiography. Oh my God. <laughs> I wrote the one, uh, I don't know if it was on the list if played or not, or not but uh, the Blue Label songs are pretty, a dark song in uh, the eyes of a, of a drunk fella. Hmm. So um, you know it's it's pretty it's, yeah. it doesn't really sound too dark uh, as far as the tone. Oh, and, and you're gonna play goes. that next. I'm sorry, I messed up the song order. But uh, that I don't one. Know if, that's the, if that's the next song or not, but um, or November, I think November will be the next song. Anyways, yeah, that's just uh, that's I yeah. Think, uh, Blue label. Might get to that one tonight. The Blue label song uh, on the list. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm tuned for November. So yeah, no, 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 totally, okay. yeah, yeah. But um, Blue label is like kind of a side. It's got a dark side to yeah. it. It really does. It doesn't really sound too dark unless you really dig into the lyrics. So yeah, probably the darkest one. That's probably. And you guys have a new album coming out. Are there any songs like you're especially um, interested or excited for fans to hear? Yeah, think? I think, you know, the uh, a lot of the songs that we're recording, we've played out for a little while. So fans who have come to our shows mm-hmm. are, have, have likely heard them, but the recordings came out so great and so are so well put together that it, I think, shines a really cool new light on them. And that EP we're releasing on Friday. Mm, exciting. Yeah, and it's called November, nice. titled after the song we're about to play. So, yeah, it'll be... We've got a release show in Lyons, Colorado at the Wildflower Pavilion um, with a band called Avonheart, a great uh, folkish, bluegrass, mm-hmm. bluegrass band mm-hmm. from Denver. And it's just, it's like my favorite venue. So we're, really? we're very excited, yeah. Why is it your favorite venue? Is it just like pretty? Um, you know, it's on the Rocky Grass Festival grounds in Lyons. There's a beautiful river that runs right behind it. And it's like a really nice size venue, and it just feels good. Mm. So much good music has been played in there, and it's a great, yeah. it just feels, yeah, it feels great when you're there. And fun fact, the band started about 50 yards from that venue. That's where Oh, crazy. I met That's where you guys Craig. met him? So mm-hmm. it's kind of so. like a homecoming every time we go to Rocky Grass and, yeah. and have a gig in Lions. Yeah, if, if any of you are out there interested, you can find out more on bluegrass.com about that show. Nice. That's cool that they got bluegrass.com. Get that self promo. Were there any songs especially difficult to record for this EP, or were they all pretty like similar? 
There was one. Hmm. Which one? One we had to come back to. We had to put it down for a while and come back to it. That was. The that's EP, not the EP. Though. Oh, the that's EP. The, I'm sorry. Or the album. Either, yeah, either that's one. Right, that's fresh in my mind. Oh, yeah. I guess the EP was pretty smooth sailing, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We went and cranked it out in like two days. So Really? Yeah, we were, like we were awarded uh, the studio time from uh, the Telluride uh, experience mm-hmm. and um, got 12 tra- tracking hours. So we had a limited window and just kind of went in and tried to execute as wow. efficiently as we could. That and sounds like a lot of pressure. <laughs> it is and it's not. We went over and, and what Chris means by the Telluride experience, mm-hmm. which yeah. maybe yeah, would guys, have been a, a good name for the EP the band too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that we, we competed in the Telluride band competition last summer in 2018 and, and we're very fortunate uh, and we won the competition. So part of the prize was uh, the EP recording package. That's awesome. So that's that's how you get started writing the EP. And then the album is a separate thing that's coming out later in the year? Yeah. The album we've tracked, but it's there's, there's still a lot that mm-hmm. has to happen before yeah. it's ready for release. Yeah. So that'll probably be released in September? Yeah. And or you guys, January. like, <laughs> or what? Or January. We don't know. <laughs> probably not in between, though, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I know your fans, like, came through and helped you with your Kickstarter. Yeah. That was they crazy. That was, it was amazing to yeah. see all the support. Mm-hmm. It was very cool. Yeah. yeah. And thank you. All who are out there listening and tuning into this, we really appreciate your support. It was amazing. Yeah, and thank mm-hmm. you to everybody who contributed. It was incredible, and we couldn't have done it without you guys. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah. So should we get back to the music? Yeah, Around let's get back page? to the music. All right, and we're gonna let's get the song order right first. No, so it's November, and then we'll be listening to Can't, Can't Get Behind, get behind. Yes. and then potentially Drive or potentially Blue Label at the end. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Sounds right. like a plan. I like that. All right. So coming up now is November by Wood Belly. Sinking fast 
album that we've been working on it has not been released yet this is the one called can't get behind to the local lunch hour this episode is sponsored by the blasting room 
And we just heard two songs by local bluegrass band Wood Belly. The first was November, and the second was Can't Get Behind. And just so we're all on the same page, we'll listen to, we'll close out with the last song, Blue Label. That sounds good there. Cool. Awesome. And sounds Can't good. Get Behind is an unre- unreleased song that hasn't come out yet. Do you want to like explain that song a little bit? Uh, did you say can't, the Can't Get Behind yeah, one we just get, played? Yeah. Yeah, um, well, it's unexplainable because it hasn't been released yet. Ooh. <laughs> really? You don't want to... Um, no, no. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll allude a little bit mm-hmm. to... Uh, um, it's just about, uh, you know, fear of um, uh, being let down, I guess, and, mm-hmm. uh, and losing stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Stuff you might have had, you might have not had. Maybe you want it and you can't get it. Um, and, and maybe you had it and it's gone, you know, something like yeah. that. It's kind of a little interpretation in the listener's ear there, but... That's kind of the underlying premise. And is that like a theme throughout the whole album, or is that just that one song? Kind of. I think it's um, not necessarily anything to do with this particular album. Mm-hmm. That's you know that that's on going to be on, um, but you know maybe there's some underlying some of the music that we play. I think. Yeah. In the bluegrass general, I guess there's yeah. kind of a little bit of that thought process. Yeah, maybe. I think you know each one of our songs kind of like we take a lot of time and work on our lyrics, especially uh, Chris and Craig do a lot of the writing here, and uh, we like to think that we take time and really work through the lyrics and kind of make sure we have something to say mm-hmm. and a story to tell yeah. kind of behind it all so you know if you're if you're into that sort of thing this is the group for of, you yeah you can <laughs> really look into it and yeah and that's awesome find something you know there's, that's like a motive of your music is to like give people like a meeting or like some kind of like just like share your life experiences something to chew fair? on you know yeah. something yeah. like meat on it you know not yeah. just uh not just know, like fluff some or fluffy some generic lyrics. Yeah. you know line that's a hook line or something mm-hmm. you know and, and would you say that's a theme that's the opinions of varied on that and people love it what's that what's that one called that's called colorado hipster beard oh right yeah we talked about one earlier yeah nonsensical song yeah makes sense but people it's funny yeah they just latch onto the hook, and that's that's um, that's interesting. It's an interesting technique that works really well in the music industry in this day and age. Would you say like you have any specific songs that you enjoy playing live a lot, or like some more than others? I love them all, honestly, myself. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe these guys don't love all the ones that I put together, but I like playing all their songs. So. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. yeah. I like yes. most of them. Yeah, they're pretty good, but they're all right. <laughs> and the crowd, like, do they have, does the crowd ever have, like, a different taste than you, would you say? Like, do they ever prefer Certainly. some? Yeah. 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 I think it dep- sure. depends on the crowd, too, you know, just mm. where we're at. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes we play loud clubs where people just want to dance and, and boogie, and, you know, sometimes we play a few more jammy songs in that scenario, and then other times it's a quiet listening room where... Uh, where people actually do listen to the lyrics, and hmm. we kind of have both, and we kind of we we sometimes cater to the audience in in a sense, but we also like we we play the songs we like to play yeah. too. I guess you would have to have like variety throughout every show, otherwise you would get bored pretty quickly yes. if you just play the same songs over yeah. and over right. again. And we have some fans who like to come to a lot of our shows. Mm. Um, hopefully, they're listening right now too. So hi, <laughs> hopefully. <guys. laughs> hi Marie. Hi Matt. <laughs> do, do you actually know them or was that yeah they're different? super yeah. cool they're great oh, people one of them like is fans. a guitar student of mine oh yeah you and, teach guitar that's cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh they're both yeah they're, they're it's rare that we have a show that doesn't have at least one of them and that's awesome both yeah oh, that must be nice to have loyal fans. Hmm. Yeah. 
I feel like your fans are very loyal. Like I was talking about the Kickstarter thing earlier. Like they just support you guys a lot. Yeah. It was surprising. Yeah, let's hope that keeps up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I don't like listen to bluegrass that much, but like I really enjoy your music. Do you have any other like local artists that you guys would like to collaborate in the within the future potentially? Or I'd like to shout out to the band High Road Home. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a friend of ours, a dobro player, Tad. They're just kind of getting started and they have a really great sound, and would really like to see them do well. Yeah. And we, we had a, a really cool uh, opportunity to do a collaboration with a band here called uh, Whippoorwill. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, they're not, they've been here before. Yeah, yeah. they're not a bluegrass band, but they kind of happen to have a lot of the instruments that mm-hmm. we don't have. And uh, it was pretty cool. We got to do a show up in uh, Laramie, Wyoming, where we got to just combine and play. Uh, you guys three played songs at the same together. time? Yeah, or, we played three oh, awesome. songs all together, and it was great. Great little collaboration. That sounds fun. Well, yeah, you know, just at the end for the grand finale, we kind of collaborated on those last few <laughs> songs. And we've uh, gotten to record at Swing Finger Studio, mm-hmm. which is run by Aaron Youngberg of the band FY5. It's another nice. good one. Shout out to them. Yep. Shout we out. love those guys. So, should we get back to the music again? Yeah, let's do it. Right. This is that really dark song we talked about before. Blue Label. <laughs> I don't know if you call Blue it dark. Label. It may not sound dark, but... No, it's... Uh, it's a dark story if you, if you dig in a little bit to the. Character. Do you want to give a backstory about it first, or? Uh, nah, nah. Just a just an old neighbor of mine that I knew. Um, I hope he's doing well wherever he is in the world right now. But um, yeah, he he was in a rough spot when I met him many years ago. All right. And this is a, another one that's from our debut album uh, called Solid Ground. We released last year, and that's out on Spotify, iTunes, all the all the platforms you could find it. And it's also available for purchase on our website, which Whoa. is uh, Woodbelly Music. That is correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll be on music. No, yes. You got a website? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had it for a while, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That'll be it. After We'll just close out with that song. So thank you guys so much for being here. Yeah. It's a pleasure having you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So coming up right now is Blue Label by local bluegrass band Wood Belly. Never 
twice the boy's age, yet he still love with her. Talk about need rehab, I hope.